Geostatistics Explained Chapter 11, Multiple Comparisons After ANOVA. 11.1, Introduction. When you use a single-factor ANOVA to examine the results of a mensurative or manipulative experiment with three or more samples or treatments, a significant result only indicates that one or more appear to come from populations with different means. It does not identify which particular treatment means to appear from the same population or different populations. A significant difference among the means of the three treatments A, B, and C can occur in several ways. Mean A may be greater or less than B and C. Mean B may be greater or less than A and C. Uh, mean C may be greater or less than A and B. And finally, means A, B, and C may all be different to each other. For example, in chapter 10, we discussed data for the sigma-18 oxygen, sigma oxygen-18 of pegmatites from three locations in Maine. Sorry, that's delta, not sigma. A single-factor ANOVA will only tell you whether or not there is a significant difference in delta-018 among the, these three locations. If the treatments have been chosen at random at, as representatives of all possible treatments available, i.e. the factor is random, so you have done a Model 2 ANOVA, then you will not be interested in knowing which particular treatment means appear to be from the same or different populations because your hypothesis is more general. A significant result will reject your null hypothesis and show a difference, but that is all you will want to know. In contrast, if the treatments have been specifically chosen, i.e. the factors fixed, so you have done a Model 1 ANOVA, you will be interested in knowing which treatment appears to be from the same or different populations. There are several multiple comparison tests designed to do this. 11.2. Multiple comparison tests after a Model 1 ANOVA. Multiple comparison tests are used to make comparisons among a set of means and assign them to groups that appear to be from the same population. These tests are usually done after a Model 1 ANOVA has shown a significant difference among treatments. They are called a, post a posteriori, or post hoc tests, both of which mean, quote, after the event, where the, quote, event is a significant result of the ANOVA. A lot of multiple comparison tests have been developed, but all of them work essentially in the same way. Here's an example using the Tukey test, which works in an analogous way to the two-sample t-test described in chapter 8. The t-statistic is calculated by dividing the difference between the two means by the standard error of that difference. In contrast, the Tukey statistic, q, is calculated by dividing the difference between two means by the standard error of the mean. The smaller mean is always taken away from the larger, therefore giving a positive number. Uh, q equals fraction with the, with the numerator xa minus xb and denominator uh, sem. This procedure is first used to compare the largest mean to the smallest. If the difference is significant, testing continues by comparing the largest with the next smallest, and so on. If a non-significant difference is found, all the means included within the range between that pair are assigned to the same population. Then the procedure is repeated, starting with the second largest and smallest mean, repeated again, starting with the third largest and smallest mean, and so on. Eventually, the means will be assigned to one or more groups, each containing those which appear to be from the same population, figure 11.1. From the example in figure 11.1, means A, B, and C appear to be from the same population, and D and E from a different population. The analysis has revealed two distinct groups. For the Tukey statistic, you need the SEM, and the best way to obtain this is from the error mean square of the ANOVA, which is an estimate of the population variance, sigma squared, calculated 
from the displacement of all the replicates in the experiment from their respective treatment means. Therefore, because the standard error of a mean is SEM equals sigma divided by the square root of n, or the square root of sigma squared divided by n, um, then the standard error of the mean estimated from ANOVA is SEM equals the square root of an entire fraction with MS error uh, on the numerator and N in the denominator, where N is the size, sample size of each treatment. If the treatment sample sizes are different, then you use the formula, I'm going to stop reading these, where NA and NB are the numbers of each of the two treatments being compared. When you calculate the Tukey statistic Q for each pair of means by using equation 11.1 and the figure and the procedure in figure 11.1, oh, then you calculate the Tukey statistic Q for each pair of means using the using equation 11.1 and the procedure shown in figure 11.1. Value of Q will be zero when there is no difference among the two sample means and will increase as the hypothesis between the two means increases. If Q exceeds the critical value, the hypothesis is that the means are from the same population is rejected. The hypothesis that the means are from the same population is rejected. The critical value of Q depends on your chosen value of alpha, the number of degrees of freedom for the MS error, and the number of means being tested. Here, we deliberately have not given a table of Q values because most statistical packages will do compar multiple comparisons and even generate display assigning the sample means to groups that appear to be from the same population. Section 11.3 gives three examples and also illustrates that ambiguous results are possible. Figure 11.1, general procedure for a Tukey a posteriori test. The treatment means, a to e, are displayed in order of magnitude from the smallest, e, to the largest, a. a. The first, the largest mean is compared to the smallest, a through e. If the difference is significant, the largest is then compared to the second smallest, a through d, and so on, until a non-significant difference, here in this example a through c, is found or there are no more pairs of means left to compare. All means included within the range between a through c, a, b, and c, are assigned to the, starting, to the same population. b. Testing continues using the same procedure but starting with the second largest mean and comparing it to the second sorry, comparing it to the smallest, B through E. C, the third largest mean, C, is compared to D and E. The fourth, D, the fourth largest, D, is compared to E. This difference is not significant, so D and E appear to be from the same population, which has a different mean to the one from A, B, and C. 11.3, a posteriori Tukey comparison following a significant result for a single factor Model 1 ANOVA. 11.3.1. Trace elements in New England granites. Trace elements, especially the rare earth elements uh, ZR, HF, TA, SC, and TH, are very useful for understanding crystallization histories and origins of granitic magmas. The relative abundances of these elements are often used as, quote, fingerprints to determine if geographically separated granite outcrops have come from the same parent magma. Table 11.1 gives data for the hafnium, HF, contents of four different gran granitic bodies in New England. This is a Model 1 ANOVA, because the researcher is only interested in the granite at these four locations. If you run a single-factor ANOVA test in Table 11.1, you will find, oh, on the data in Table 11.1, you will obtain an F ratio, F3, 16, of 74.01 
which has a probability of less than 0.001. Therefore, at least some of the treatment means appear to be from different populations. If you then run an a posteriori two-key test, you will find that all four means uh, appears to be from four distinctly different populations. 11.3.2. Stable isotope data from tourmalines in Maine. 11.2 gives data for the delta-18 oxygen val values for tourmalines from the three localities in western Maine, the Sabago Batholith, Black Mountain, and Mount Micah. Here, too, the mean uh, delta-18 oxygen values can be used to help decide whether the tourmalines have originated from the same or different parent magmas. A single-factor ANOVA will give an F-ratio, F2,9, of 12.06, which has a probability of 0.003. At least two treatment means do not appear from the same population. Do not appear to be from the same population. Figure 11.2. Summary of the results of an a posteriori two-key test comparing among means of the three samples in table 11.2. Treatment means connected by vertical lines are not significantly different. So it looks like Mount Mica is kind of its own thing, and Sibago and Black Mountain are close. If you run an a posteriori two-key test, it will show that the means for the Sibago batholith and the Black Mountain appear to be from the same population, while the mean for Mount Mica appears to be from another with a significantly greater delta-18 oxygen value, figure 11.2. Appetite in sandstone. Uh, that was... 11.3.3 appetite in sandstone. The percentage of appetite in sandstone shows considerable variation and can be used to determine the source areas for these sediments. Table 11.3 gives data for the model abundance of appetite at three different locations. A single factor ANOVA analysis gives an F ratio F2,9 F of 10.8, which has a probability of 0 0.004. The three treatment means that the three treatment means do not appear to be from the same population. If, however, you run an a posteriori two-key test, it will show that means for Darcy and Runkin appear to be from the same population, while the means for Runkin and Alinda appear to be from another. This result, figure 11.3, is obviously ambiguous. The a posteriori analysis has separated the data into two subsets, but the mean of the Runkin sandstone cannot be distinguish from the means of either the Darcy or the Alinda sandstone. At the same time, the mean of the Darcy can be distinguished from the mean of the Alinda. Therefore, it seems that at least one type 2 error has been committed somewhere because the mean of the Runkin sandstone has been assigned to two different populations. This is a common problem and is discussed in more detail in the following two sections. 11.3.4 Power and A Posteriori Testing Chapter 10 began with a discussion about the danger of an increased probability of type 1 error when making numerous pairwise comparisons um, among three or more means. However, here, when the a posteriori method for identifying which treatment appear, means appear to be from the same population uses numerous pairwise comparisons. Therefore, you may be thinking that this procedure will also have an increased risk of type 1 error. First, however, unplanned Unplanned a posteriori comparisons are usually only made across all groups if the ANOVA has detected a significant difference among the treatment means. Second, a posteriori tests are significantly designed 
to specifically designed to take into account the number of means being compared and have a much lower risk of type 1 error than uh, the same number of t-tests, which is why they can give ambiguous results such as the one in section 11.3.3. In more extreme cases, it sometimes happens that an ANOVA detects a significant difference, but a subsequent a posteriori testing fails to detect a significant difference among any means. One solution is to increase the sample size of each treatment or group. Chapter 8. 11.4. Other A posteriori multiple comparison tests. There are many other multiple comparison tests. These include the LSD, um, Bonferioni, Bonferroni, uh, Chef, and Student Newman Cools. Cools? <laughs> the most commonly used are the Tukey and the Student Newman Tools. Nope. Student Newman Cules. Uh, most statistical packages offer you a wide cho choice of these tests, the relative merits of which are discussed in more advanced texts. 11.5. Planned Comparisons Instead of making a large number of indiscriminate, unplanned, a posteriori comparisons, a much better approach can be to take a small number of more careful, a priori, meaning before the event, comparisons. For example, in section 11.3.2, you may have good reason based on outcrop appearance or geographical proximity to propose the two following a priori hypotheses. Quote, oxygen isotopic ratios of tourmalines at the Black Mountain site are significantly different than those at Mount Micah. Unquote. And, quote, oxygen isotopic ratios of tourmalines at Black, excuse me, Black Mountain are significantly different than those at the Sabago Bathlith. Unquote. An ANOVA, will test, an ANOVA will test for differences among treatments with an alpha of 0.05 and also give a good estimate of the sample variance from the MS error, since this has been calculated from all the individuals used for this overall comparison. Next, however, instead of making a large number of unplanned comparisons, you could carry out two t-tests comparing the mean oxygen isotopic ratio at Black Mountain and Mount Micah, and Black Mountain and the Sabago Batholith. If you make only one planned comparison, the probability of type 1 error is an acceptable 0.05. If you make several a priori comparisons that really have been planned out for particular reasons before the experiment, e.g. the two listed above, then each is a distinct and different hypothesis, so the risk of a type 1 error is still an acceptable 0.05. It is only when you make indiscriminate comparisons that the risk of type 1 error increases, and you should consider using one of the a posteriori tests described previously which maintains an alpha of 0.05. To make a planned comparison after a single-factor ANOVA, you use the formula for a t-test from Chapter 8, except that you use the mean square error as the best estimate of s-squared numbers, which reduces to equation 11.6, which are equal numbers in both treatment groups. Numbers. Here is an example using the data from Example 2 in Section 11.3.2. From the ANOVA, the mean square for the error is 0.288. The mean of the Black Mountain tourmaline is delta 18 oxygen. Tourmaline eight, delta 18 oxygen is 12.25%, and Mount Mica 14.03%. Therefore, numbers equal negative 4.69. From Table 8.1, the critical two-tailed 5% value for T is plus or minus 2.447. The two means appear to be from different populations. This supports the idea that these two pegmatites crystallized from unrelated magmas. The planned comparison to test the Sabago 
Batholith tourmaline compared to Black Mountain is numbers equal one point. That's T6 equals numbers equals 1.05. The critical two-tailed 5% value for T is plus or minus 2.447. So these two means do not appear to be from different populations. Although you are likely to examine other types of chemical data to further test this conclusion, it appears plausible that the Black Mountain and Mount Mica pegmatites do not share parent magmas, but the Sabagobatholith and Black Mountain pegmatite do originate from the same parent. Note that this result is consistent with the Tukey test of these data in section 11.3.2. Finally, here are two planned comparisons applied to the data for appetite content of sandstones in table 11.3. Your a priori hypotheses are, quote, the percentage of apatite in the Runken sandstone is different from that in the Darcy, and, quote, the percentage of apatite in the Runken sandstone is different than that in the Alinda, unquote. Again, the MS error from an initial ANOVA will give a good estimate of the variance. For the comparison between Duncan and Darcy, T6 equals numbers equals negative 2.5. Since the critical two-tailed 5% value for T is plus or minus 2.447, these two means appear to be from different populations. Note that this result is different from the one from... Note that this result is different from the one from the ambiguous Tukey test of the same data in section 113.3, which did not separate Runken and Darcy. For the comparison between Runken and Alinda, T6 equals numbers equals negative 2.5. Here too, since the critical two-tailed 5% value for T is plus or minus 2.447, these two means also appear to be from different populations. Again, note that this result is different from the one of the Tukey test of the same data in section 11.3.3, which did not separate the Runken and Alinda. If the a priori, sorry, the a priori test has more power. This example particularly illustrates the value of planned comparisons. Both the Darcy and Alinda sandstones appear to be distinct from the Runken, at least on the basis of their appetite content. This conclusion is different from the one made on the basis of the less powerful Tukey test, section 11.3.3, which could not separate the intermediate percentage for the Runken from the higher percentage of the Darcy or the lower one of the Alinda, and thus concluded, included a type 2 error. Importantly, you should only make planned comparisons if you really do have plausible hypotheses to justify this procedure. It is not appropriate or ethical to examine the results from a Tukey test and say, in hindsight, these two means are almost significantly different, so I will run a t-test on them because it is likely to be more powerful. 11.6. Questions. 1. A petroleum scientist was given the following data for flow rate in barrels per day on eight days for three specifically chosen oil wells in the Timur Sea and was asked to identify which one was producing significantly more oil. A. Does the single-factor ANOVA give a significant result? B. Is A posteriori testing needed? If so, which well is yielding the most oil, and is it significantly different from the other two? 2. In relation to the data in question 1, wells RVB1 and RVB3 are only one kilometer apart, and the oil company was particularly interested in whether the two wells were yielding different amounts. Use a t-test to make a planned comparison between wells RVB1 and RVB3 only. Is the result significant? 